The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wade. <laughs> and I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And it is episode 122. It's a it's a milestone. Yeah, yeah. I can't find my phone. <laughs> not, <laughs> not that that's like, you know, the most important thing or anything. Well, but no, you need something to do while we have a, <laughs> a conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I uh I was basically just doing it just on on the off chance I had a little bit of uh, of show notes, but anyway, because I keep them on my Do phone. You? Mm, a little, but not really. Um, <laughs> is, is it is it the title you couldn't remember before we went on air? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> well, I I always want to say it's some will sleep, but that is part of the bigger one. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. But this is uh, today we're covering "Before You Sleep" by Adam Neville. Or Before You Sleep, uh, colon, Three Horrors by Adam Neville. (laughs) (laughs) And um, also the Shudder exclusive film, We Go On. But before we get into any of that, what's up with you, Brian? Uh, Not too much. Just rocking and rolling and whatnot. Man, we got ourselves a real... Danny... Zuko. Zuko. (laughs) There we go. <laughs> You're Sandy. getting there. <laughs> what? Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah, good stuff. Um Okay. So nothing <laughs> nothing specific. I mean, not not really. I mean, not with me. I have some news and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Did we talk last time about uh that I saw us? No. We didn't. I saw us. Us? Us. I can never. Okay. So like, (laughs) I I like to think that sometimes you're that most of the time I don't really have like an accent. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you have a heavy accent, but who knows? We're from Texas. Right. So it's like, I like to think that I don't really have an accent, but there are certain words that I cannot say without like a drawl. And one of them is us. (laughs) <laughs> and so uh, it's yeah, like every time i say is it, I that say a us. draw is the us a draw i say us yeah i guess i guess it's drawly it's a little drawly yeah but you don't go like is well i guess that's i kind of sh- do it's <laughs> <laughs> like uh we have a friend um nah anyway he he basically who's chevy I mean, I guess, yeah, a host of Toxic City podcast on this network that hadn't been active in two years. Um, Yeah. And will never be active again because he doesn't work there. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. um, uh, But yeah, how he talks uh, basically normal. You know, he's Hispanic, but he talks like 
just like we do, except for the word tortillas or tortillas. And he'll be like, yeah, I'd like that with, uh, you know, some tortillas and some tortas. And like, it's like, why are you, why do you only have a, a, a Hispanic or Mexican accent on, on that? Uh, those two words. Like, it's those two words. Like, it's great. We used, to, we used to go to Taco Bell all the time. Uh-huh. Like, because uh, we had half days uh in school right and so we went to that taco bell all the time uh-huh and it would be like oh yeah like uh three tacos on flour tortillas tortillas <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times yeah yeah so uh i liked it i liked it a lot did you i've heard so many mixed things i haven't heard oh, ever. yeah I haven't heard yeah. anyone i've heard a lot of people say like yeah i think i liked it it was weird it was like too weird but oh it was great how would you uh, rate it with Get Out? See, I don't know because it's a com- it's kind of a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Get Out is very realistic. You know, <laughs> is it? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like it, it's much more grounded. Yeah, you know, like it, except for the whole spoilers to Get Out, putting your brain inside <laughs> of another person thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, I don't know. This is this one's weird. Like it's much more well it's it's much more twilight zony. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to really spoil it in case people haven't. I guess it's like a year old. Okay. But I mean like no, it's not a year old. It's like 4 months old. Is it? Yeah, it came out in March. So yeah, not let's even not spoil that- it then. But it's like yeah, don't also don't spoil it. I want to see the damn thing. <laughs> oh, I thought you saw it. Already. No, no, I thought you saw it. You know, I wanted oh. to real bad, and then it came out, and oh. I just never got the opportunity. Kind of like great. how Brightburn. You watch it. Like I really want to see Brightburn, but also I'm definitely waiting for video on that one because everybody that's seen it is like, ah, I mean, it's got some cool kills. Like, all right, <laughs> like, that doesn't really sound like that's the best movie. But yeah, so you liked it a lot. Oh, it was great. Um. And and like Tim Heidecker's in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on the preview or on the trailer. <laughs> and that's that's weird. Um but yeah, it's 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 much more science fiction y than Get Out was. With the whole doppelgangers and all that or Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just kinda leave it at that. Because I mean, you know, replacing someone's mind. <clears throat> With another mind is also pretty science fictiony. Yeah, it's something that could happen. We're just not really quite there yet, yeah. uh, technologically. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I really, really want to see it. I'm just it, you should watch it. Yeah, yeah. I thought about renting it the other day. Uh, it's yeah. So anyway, it was either that or go see it at the Dollar Theater. But yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, like. The the uh, the main actress I can never say her name so I don't really want to butcher it. Lupita. Yeah, I don't know her last name. Like, yeah, she is fantastic in it. Um, the little kids were really good. Uh, like Elizabeth Moss was in it from Handmaid's Tale and Mad Men. Yeah, she was great. Like it was, it was incredibly well done. Yeah, no, it looked fantastic. I can't. Uh, I can't wait to see it. And well, I mean, 
It's got a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes, so I guess, I don't know. I just have, everyone I've talked to has been like, yeah, it was the, good, but it's just so weird. Yeah, the, the negative the negative comments I've seen was just basically like, what the hell happened? <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, that was another, th- yeah, I heard that the narrative's a little scattered, like, in, in terms of the logic, of, like, the logic, logistics of it or something. Yeah, kind of. I don't really, I don't want to get too much into it, though. Well, I'll put it this way. So, when that was out, Pet Cemetery came out, like, two weeks later, you know? Yeah. And my brother-in-law had seen both of them. He went in the night uh, for both of them. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> I did get a chance to go see a film then, and I, for some reason, I just decided to go see Pet Cemetery. And so, uh, anyway, but I told him at the time, and he, I, he was like, "Oh, which one did you see?" And I was, I was like, "Pet Cemetery." He's like, "Oh, dude, you chose wrong." <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, that really wasn't good. And and us, for all its faults, was really like, he's like, I've been thinking about it for weeks. Yeah, but, I could see that. Anyway, um, well, uh, what else? Oh, I saw Ma last night. Yeah. So incredibly, I cannot like, I can't recommend it high enough. Really? Not that it's a good movie. So don't get me wrong; it's not like some great movie. It mm-hmm. definitely, definitely is not that. But in terms of, if you're gonna watch a movie in a theater. You know how sometimes like the audience like improves a film because yeah. uh, it, it just audience reaction is fantastic on movies. It was awesome in that movie. Uh, so that could have been a fluke thing, but I don't really think so. I think that it works in a way that the audiences everywhere pretty much will react uh, similar. Um, it's a straightforward, crazy ass movie, you know, like just like a misery single white female type you know just an obsessed you know so there's no surprises there however i have not seen a movie that entertaining just in terms of just fun and again don't expect anything other than just pulpy bullshit but it was fun it was a fun 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 movie it wasn't like just it didn't leave you like reeling from depression how a lot of them do you know maybe not reeling from depressions a little too much but it wasn't just like over the top like depressed or anything like that it's just a crazy ass you want to see a movie about a crazy ass lady that's obsessed with teenagers go watch it it's fun as shit so anyway i i recommend that very highly i really really enjoyed it so that's ma (laughs) cool um, but, uh, yeah, uh, other than that, I've weirdly enough, I've rewatched, uh, both of the old Frankensteins since the last podcast. I'd only really seen bits and pieces, uh, of, you know, the, the one that, uh, is the most famous, like the, the universal one. Yeah. Um, like the thirties one. Yes. So I'd only seen bits and pieces of that. Um, really before and i've seen most of bride of frank and bride of frankenstein which was good but i never really had sat down and watched it it's a fantastic movie mm-hmm. like you know how like a lot of shit like i don't know the original frankenstein was fantastic for the time like the yeah. one that came before that yeah are you, well are you talking about like the 1908 one 
It was it 08? I don't know. I, I just know yeah, they actually just uh, re- found like a better like work print or something of that and like remastered it and put it online. It. And that's why I watched it. But it's only like yeah. 14 minutes. Yeah. So like watch it. But yeah, but that was like a feature film back then. <laughs> that was the longest movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> People were just say, "Oh man, I can't can't hold my pee in the theater this long." That's so much longer than man chases a hoop with a stick. <laughs> Remember how you know how they were like the movies didn't really have much narratives back then. There was just like shit that was like there was one that was a guy spraying water or, or a garden hose. You know, I mean, like, like it was amazing though. Yeah, I get it. I've seen YouTube. <laughs> I remember early YouTube days. <laughs> I remember watching Justin Bieber drum drum set videos. Kids a hack. <laughs> I remember like Wes coming to practice one day and was like, you got to watch this kid play drums. Oh, was it Bieber? Yeah. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember being like, okay. I mean, he wasn't great. <laughs> he was just real little. Yeah, exactly. But God, we're um, old. <laughs> He's yeah. in his twenties. <laughs> but you know, it's just like going to see movies nowadays. That like, you know, you're like, oh man, that was an okay movie, but the special effects were great. Mm-hmm. No, I I got you. I'm not. You're like, don't. eh, there wasn't much narrative, and man, you know, spins a hoop down the road. <laughs> but the but the shots were great. <laughs> but man, that hoop looks so realistic. <laughs> the way that it's black and white, just like our world was. <laughs> this new this new thing of cinema. <laughs> this new thing of cinematography is on point yeah (laughs) there had to be conspiracy theorists uh, thinking that people like lived within the frame and stuff like that oh absolutely (laughs) or maybe not because people were just smarter back then (laughs) they didn't have someone I bet there were I bet there were (laughs) stick hoop deniers (laughs) um no, uh, okay, so back to whatever. Um, okay, so the original Frankenstein, the one from 1908, the, the, yeah. the 14-minute one, that one, it was fine. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, I, I'm just being honest, like, for the fake. No, just like now going back and watching it, I don't know, like, the, it was, it's a silent film, you know, and, yeah. and so anyway, it, it was okay. Whatever, like it, it, I appreciate it for the time, but the one from the '30s, like, was awesome. Like, it mm-hmm. holds up. It was awesome. Just a gr- good, good movie. So yeah. I'm gonna go back and give a lot of the Universal films a chance because I, I've always liked the monsters, but you know, when I've never really just sat down and watched all of them. So I got you, next one's you, Invisible Man. You're going to go through and do, like, uh, all the prequels to the Monster Squad. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but since they didn't really have, like, the rights. <laughs> I, I wonder, like, um, I wonder, oh, no, never mind. I was going to say, I wonder if the dude, the, the original Invisible Man is a dick, like he is in later incarnations. But, yeah, I well, think. Yeah, he's. I, I think in the original one, he's not, like, a rapist. <laughs> but he's definitely a murderer. That would have been that would have been a little hardcore for, like, a movie in the 30s. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think... But he's a murderer. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, later, I, it wasn't really the Invisible Man that was a rapist, but Hollow Man was, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, think about it. If you can't ever close your eyes, I think you'd go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, probably. You just can't ever, like, well, also the fact that your eyes wouldn't work because they wouldn't reflect any light. I mean, there's, but a, there's we're a not going to talk about like the logistics of going invisible. See, that's what I don't understand. Like, okay, well, your eyes that don't really exist don't work, or you, your eyelids, you know, you're seeing through them, but your eyes still work. Like, I don't know, whatever. Um, there's don't a there's a comic book. Uh, oh man, I just uh, planetary. Yeah. Right. Um. And at first it starts off with as just like sort of a monster of the week, like X-Files type thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they investigate weird paranormal stuff. They're like a superhero squad, but like not really. Yeah. You know, Um, but as it goes on, it turns out that like uh, that universe's version of the Fantastic Four is basically the bad guys. Right. And they talk about that a lot in The Invisible Woman. Because, like, she can't actually see or anything because she's invisible Mm -hmm. and her light, her eyes don't reflect light. And, like, the human torch, anytime he's in contact with, uh, with oxygen, he burns no matter what. And, like, it's painful. (laughs) So he's, like, on fire, but not, like, fireproof. (laughs) (laughs) But fireproof enough that it doesn't kill him. Yeah. Huh. But he's in constant pain. Huh. Yeah, well, it's it's a great series. Um, what's that called again? Planetary? Planetary? Hmm. I think it was Ellis, but I don't remember. Is it new? Or is oh, it... no, it's old. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Yeah, Warren Ellis. Well, cool. You got anything else? Uh, yes, I got... Two things. Shoot. Speaking of comic books, did you hear Swamp Things already canceled? Yes. What the hell? They only aired the pilot, right? Well, I think they're still going to finish out like the episodes they got because I think episode two came on like this yesterday or something like that. But at first, it was reported that it was due to like uh, a lack of funds that were supposed to be coming in from North Carolina or one of the Carolinas. Mm hmm. Um, I think it was actually North Carolina. Yeah. So they were supposed to be getting like a $40 million tax credit mm-hmm. from North Carolina. And then like North Carolina's like, oh, we forgot about that. And just didn't give it to them. <laughs> really? Yeah. And so it's like, <clears throat> so they, they basically went like super over budget. Right. And so that's what everybody was repeat reporting at first. Um, but then, it turns out like Warner Brothers, since they've been uh, acquired by AT&T, are probably going to put out like their own streaming service. Right. Mm-hmm. And Warner Brothers owns DC. And so it's like they might just be folding the DC streaming. You know, to rebrand it as like the the Warner Brothers streaming app, but it doesn't mention whether or not like Swamp Thing or any of the existing shows like Titans or Doom Patrol, or there was supposed to be a Stargirl show come up later this year, whether any of those are actually still going to happen. Hmm. So it might not be Swamp Thing. It might be the whole DC 
streaming shows. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because Titans was pretty good, and Doom Patrol was fantastic. Yeah, I've heard both were really fun. <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah, and I, you know, I haven't watched the Swamp Thing one yet, um, but from what I understand, it's like it it leans pretty heavy into the horror. Hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, that sucks. I mean that. God, like everything DC touches goes to shit now. I know, and, and they have good properties. Yeah, they have Batman. Yeah, <laughs> and which Superman, legit, huh? Uh, and Superman, which is hard to get excited about anymore, but still, he's like the iconic, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I, uh, comic book character. There, there's a, there's a good, um, there's a comic going on right now called Doomsday Clock, which mm-hmm. is kind of a uh sequel to Watchmen mm-hmm. that is really like fundamentally about the importance of Superman like just as an idea. It's actually really, really good. Really? It's picking up. It's just it keeps getting delayed by like months. It was supposed to wrap up like four months ago and it's still got like you know <laughs> that's like afterlife with Archie. Like so excited about it, but then it's just like I don't know. I think the last episode was five years ago or something. Yeah, I know. And it's like, no, man, it's not canceled. It's still happening. Like, dude, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not gonna like be super excited about a trade coming out every decade. Yeah, same thing with like the the uh, Sabrina one that oh, was really? all Cthulhu-y. Yeah. Um, it was delayed like. Like it ended basically on a cliffhanger, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So DC um, dropping the ball. Yeah, bummer. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it's completely their fault, you know, because parent company and weird tax stuff. Yeah. But. Um, this is kind of local news, but I guess it's it's, it's national too. Um. I mowed my lawn. <laughs> yeah. So, so fuck you, HOA. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, no, uh, it's been reported that Bushwick Bill died. The yeah. what? Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys. Oh, really? Died. Yeah. But uh, it's also his rep said, no, he's still alive. But... Uh, but he's in a bad state, so usually when this happens, it turns out he's dead. You know, yeah. The rep wants to make sure family and all that shit. You know, everybody important has been contacted first before it leaks. But anyway, <clears throat> so I hope he's still alive. But anyway, wow. So anyway, yeah, local local rap news. <laughs> well, I mean, Ghetto Boys are national act, but to us, they're local. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I think honestly, on a like national Jay-Z. level, <laughs> on a national level, I think everybody just remembers that song off Office Space. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah. But like, uh, uh, you know, local. And then I think they feel more about, or they remember more about destroying a fax machine. Yeah. Then yeah. they probably remember it was the Ghetto Boys. Which, by the way, that Office Space soundtrack is fantastic. Yeah, I know. I know. You bought that. That was like. That was like. We were in high school when you bought that, right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I remember <laughs> jamming that quite a bit with you. It was just basically a '90s rap compilation album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, it was basically everything that uh, the character Michael Bolton listened to in his car, right? <laughs> yeah. <Michael Bolton. laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Change his name. You got a, any more news? Or? Uh, one one quick thing. So uh, Gremlins turned 35, mm-hmm. right? And so there's news about Gremlins 3 coming out, um, which is apparently uh, a reboot, I yes. guess. Yeah. <clears throat> and that sounds... Uh, I but, don't know. I'm not... I'm not did you hear uh, like apparently this is kind of older news but I, this is news to me so I'm going to say it. Did you hear there's also talk of a Gremlins prequel as an animated series with uh, Mr. Wing guy and um, uh, and uh, Mowgli. Oh Mowgli. really? Yeah. Uh, well in, in, in uh, Gizmo. But I don't know what his name would be in that because yeah, he, what's his face named him Gizmo? Yeah. But yeah, the other guy so, also just happens to name him Gizmo. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird coincidence! But yeah, it was supposed to be a um, uh, yeah, an animated series <laughs> of like their adventures. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be so dumb, but I'll watch it. Yeah. I hope it's like a little kid's show and then like the rumors I've heard about Gremlins 3 about how it's actually like really dark. Uh Uh-huh. Like I hope that's true and so then a lot of little kids watch the Mr. Wing, you know, and Gizmo show and then go see Gremlins 3 and get traumatized. (laughs) That's my goal. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) We all have lofty ambitions. Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, you got. Uh, what do you want to cover first? I don't know. Uh, the book. All right, we will be right back after this. All right, we're back. We are talking before you sleep. Three horrors by Adam Neville. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting the comma or the colon again. <laughs> Before you sleep, colon three horrors. <laughs> I like adding it like to the sentence. Not like before you sleep, colon three horrors. But being mm-hmm. like before you sleep, colon three horrors. <laughs> it's like if you have like irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog, and don't sleep like- on me. I can't. <laughs> okay so with apologies to adam neville (laughs) Uh, he's probably not listening i guarantee he's not he's rolling in that fat netflix cash i know i didn't know it was this uh, i didn't know it was him oh from the ritual yeah i also think that it's probably a misconception to think that he's rolling in fat netflix cash (laughs) you know (laughs) like you know, people get people get paydays, but it's not like livable for years off film adaptations. Yeah, the only time that happens is if it's like Seinfeld or Friends. Or, or well, I mean, also like you know, it's it's the it's story rights. I don't know that he maybe maybe he wrote the uh, screenplay to Ritual, but I don't think he did. Well, he is he is um, credited because I looked it up. As just like novel by, yeah. So uh-huh. he's got like story credits. Yeah. Oh, hey, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It's like a I don't know. I think I think standards are that's a twenty thousand dollar payday. 
I don't know. And you feel like you're just pulling stuff out of your ass. <laughs> well, at one time that was, I feel like you're pulling it out of your ass. That was the thing. If it's a uh, if it's a union shoot, it, it was a twenty thousand dollar payday at one time. It was the very minimum you get. Paid. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, this is let's debate Adam, Adam Neville's finances. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> all right. This 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 book is a uh, collection of uh-huh. three horrors, right? Um, that kind of have a loose thematic uh through line because they're all sort of about houses, houses, yeah, and about how the the house affects um the main character. Uh huh. Right. So what do we got? We've got, where did my list go? I guess the first, where ahead. the angels come in, um, the ancestors, and then uh, one of Florine or Flory. I can't remember her name. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm s- Fluoride. Like, uh, Flory. Yeah, Flory. I guess is how you pronounce it. I don't know. F L O R R I E. Yeah, Flory. Flory. So, do you want to just kind of give a quick synopsis of each and then we can discuss from there? <clears throat> I guess the first one, which was called Where the Angels Come In. <clears throat> Gosh, I am so like stopped up today. First one. It's um, fine. Yeah, yeah, it makes it for a great cough cast. Uh, cough cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so where the angels come in? It's a, uh, it's about like you know every town has that has uh, local urban legends and stuff like that, and this is about a town where these kids uh, it all dare each other to go to the spooky house up. You know, this is like a big white house, like big white mansion. It's like normal kid stuff. Yeah. And the difference being is this town also is painfully aware that a lot of the kids that pursue this urban legend do not come back. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, it's just about two kids that go exploring in a place that they should not have gone. Well, I guess three kids, but one of them chickens out. We'll call that kid Craig. Since I can't remember, <laughs> I can't, can't remember his actual name. <clears throat> but anyway, um, you want to get the second one? Oh yeah, uh, the second one is uh, about a little girl named Yuki mm-hmm. who lives in the, a new house with her parents, uh, mm-hmm. where it's constantly raining, um, and it seems like sometimes raining sort of inside the house too. But uh, <laughs> but she makes friends with. Um, Let's call the, uh, they call them dolls that live in the house uh, that have been there since before they moved in. And they uh, belonged to the other children who lived there before her and stuff like that. Um, they're they're not really dolls. No. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> but OK. And then um, the last one is what Frank uh, yeah. Basically, he goes house flipping, but one house that wants to flip him instead. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you sitting on that one for a while? No, no I literally just made it up. But <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, but yeah. So, I mean, I guess I could go a little more into it, 
Don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I will say right off the bat, I'm reading this. I'm rocking my my kid down uh, to sleep in her nursery, and during a stormy night down here, so all of the mood is very very ambient. You know what I'm saying? Like optimal yeah. settings. And the first story creeped the shit out of me. <laughs> it just full on creeped me out. Um, very, very, uh, like, I don't, I don't know how you would describe like the actual, um, I think a lot of the horror and creepiness of all of these stories actually it relies on the ambience relies yeah. on the unseen. It works better when it's unseen. Not saying that he's Lovecrafty in the sense of like, oh, it was too shocking. Well, <laughs> well yeah, Lovecraft is like undescribable. Yeah. But it's not unseen. This, you see it, you just don't know what the hell you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. um, Yeah. Uh, so, this is like, it, it relies almost in kind of like a gothic sense. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like, this, it has um, almost, the whole book has almost a sort of, I don't know, gothic-y horror not like I mean, actually almost sort of like Poe and stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> where it's like we're talking not, about Poe, not Bauhaus, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's like there's nothing really like gory about it, you know, um, to, to be honest, like, I mean, there was a couple of deaths in it. But it was all kind of either like off camera or obscured, right? There wasn't like it was just this hint of like otherworldly horror all the time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and it wasn't like it wasn't violent. It wasn't like gory, you know. Yeah. It, and it was, but it was really effective. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, like, I don't know. I, so we had covered this, um, or we were going to record this. You know, this podcast is a week old. Like, not a week old. Week we're late. a week late. Yeah, I was puking my guts out. Yeah, and so I had read this like a week ago, and really one of the stories stuck with me more than the other two, and it would be the first story. Um, mm-hmm. be- and so, uh, but, you know, recapping what each, uh, story, you know, basically recapping the stories, they were all very, very strong. Um, yeah. the first one to me, I guess, honestly, the, the stories about kids growing up and, you know, kids being kids talking shit and all that always, for some reason, I'm I'm like a huge fan of that kind of story, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, same reason I like even really bad teen slashers, you know. <laughs> like uh, I'm just uh, that that's something that I, I just always enjoy, and I think a lot of that is because you know we grew up out in the country talking shit and doing things. You know, we had just a real close uh, close knit uh, friend group growing up at pretty mm-hmm. much every stage, and so. Anyway, I, I think that that's why it resonated so well with me. Not saying that it was really any better than the other two. It just resonated more with me. Yeah. 
I, I've never been a, a little girl in a house obsessed with dolls. Yeah, I was going to say, you've never been <laughs> a little girl. Um, or a house flipper. Yeah, maybe one day I'll get that house flipping cash. But you know, I, <laughs> Maybe I, one day you'll be a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was all surprisingly like very, very effective, very well written. I mean, yeah. I've never read anything by. I I keep saying that, but I think that maybe he's been in some anthologies. But I am very aware of his, you know, of who who he is, uh, mostly because of the ritual. Or yeah, the ritual. I am not, and had no idea it was him, and uh, picked it because the synopsis sounded good. Also, we needed a short story to do yes, because our because I I was exploding my guts out <laughs> into a toilet bowl. Well, that and remember, we even said on the last episode that you know next episode we'll be there with John Wayne Caminale, but that yeah. got that basically got pushed, and so uh, we needed something that we could read pretty short because both of us had been reading the book we were going to cover with him. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, that is true. So. Yeah, it was just a fluke occurrence that we that we covered this. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, so, do you want to keep talking about the individual stories? Sure. Okay, so the first one we're talking about, uh, I did like. I'm kind of a sucker for the whole like the action of the story st- happened already, and it's someone recounting it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and that's what this one was. And like, you know, we've already mentioned Lovecraft and stuff, and he did that mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, so you're just you're faced with this kid in this weird situation where I mean, it's not much of a spoiler. It's on like the first page. Uh, he he's or couple first couple of pages. His arm and his leg are basically shriveled up. <laughs> Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a recount of how that happened. And um, I don't know. It was just it was just real weird (laughs) and and creepy. Um, And it never really answered any questions. No, no. I mean, and you you don't know if they're shriveled up like shrunken head style, you know. Oh, I'm talking about even by the end of the story. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I I kept going back to that like are they just like sad and withered and not, I was not, thinking like raisin arms. Yeah, or are they like straight up like little sticks coming off? Well, and- yeah, because it mentions his his uh aunt, right? Mhm. That it also happened to her. And she wore a doll's shoe as a shoe. <laughs> I got you. Okay. So, yeah, he had like a little raisin arm. <laughs> I'm just laughing at like like half of you is dressed in Barbie clothes and the <laughs> other half. <laughs> I, I was thinking more like a Cabbage Patch doll size. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I don't think it went all the way down to Barbie leg. <laughs> I mean, I can't even picture that like half sticking off the side like a raisin or something or like a little football like can you i mean kind of it's gross i don't want to picture it (laughs) all right yeah um i don't know i mean which one okay i'm sorry i sidetracked your conversation or your uh you know where you were no i mean we can we can kind of do an overview of all the other ones and talk about it as a whole if you want 
Oh, I was just going to say, which one scared you? Or, 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 did any of them scare you? Did uh, any... I liked the second one the best, actually. Um, the one with the little girl who has like a weird friend that they never that he never really goes into too much detail about what she is either. And then the dolls that live in the house. Right. Because at first, I, I thought what was really clever is at first you think it's just actually dolls. You know, like um, for some reason, I just kept picturing everything sort of turn of the century Victorian. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, except for uh, the last one, because it specifically mentions that like the house had like 70s decor and yeah. stuff. But like, I don't know why. I guess it was just the style of writing made me think everything was like 1900s. I, right. Well, I didn't think the first one was, but I thought that the mansion was. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I can see that. But the second one, yeah, there. Uh, I couldn't picture it any other way. Like that was a period piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, like, I thought it was just your typical, like, your 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 typical <laughs> dolls. You know, like porcelain face or like whatever, mm-hmm. and then like cloth body dolls. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then every once in a while, like slowly, because he just called them dolls, like for for the first third of the the story, and then. It would be like she would mention specific dolls and it would be like, you know, the one with uh, like teeth like needles mm-hmm. and stuff. And you're just like, wait, what? You know, <laughs> And like and it just goes to, you know, like slowly introduces you to the fact that like the dolls are not what you expect them to be either. Um, I thought that was really clever. And then uh I don't know the whole like ambiance of that one and like the whole subplot with her dad and stuff really stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, that I'd one... say, I'd say the week. Uh, oh, go ahead. Well, no, go, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say the weakest one to me was just the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, partially because it almost felt like he just needed to fill some more pages, you know, cause it's like, this guy is going to flip this house or renovate this house. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of like weirdly becomes obsessed with it. Yeah, I think. Uh, okay. I mean, there were some good parts in it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I really liked the very, very end. I think that um, implicit horror, which is what I would think that this kind of relies in, like, you know, you're, you're kind of building the backstory. It's not very explicit in terms of like, you know, what's actually happening, honestly, in any of these. Yeah. Like, the origins of whatever evil, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that that works the best in general, and for me, in terms of creeping you out. You know, it's the unknown and all this stuff. Yeah. However, in terms of me being a fan, I like to know. You know what I'm saying? I, so, I think it can it can work... Um, okay. I think it can work both ways. Like, you know, you, you build up this sort of suspense and then you have a reveal. Yeah. You know, can be very, very effective. And then, you know, sometimes the build up and then leaving you with questions can be very effective. Yeah. You know, and, um, I think, 
that's the the leaving you with questions after the buildup is kind of what happened in the first one, mm-hmm. right? Um, the second one kind of had a reveal, yeah, sort of, and then the third one did have a reveal, but to me didn't make sense with the rest of the narrative. Yeah. If that makes any sense, yeah, I could see that. Like it almost felt a little disjointed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I. I'm drawn to more schlocky shit than this, yeah. just in general. But that I, I'm also aware that that's like a me thing, you yeah. know. It's kind of like the difference of being like, Insync's not talented, her <laughs> boy bands aren't talented, and for- oh, Insync played their own instruments that one time. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no. I'll just say like it's the difference between not recognizing that or just being like, ah, it's not for me. You know, yeah. no, I to me, you can't argue that they're not talented, even though I'm not a fan at all. You know, mm-hmm. now I'm not saying that I'm not a fan of this at all. It's just not really in my wheelhouse like yeah. of, of. But I, I'm but neither is like any gothic like most gothic stories and period pieces aren't in my, you know, I, I'm very weird in terms I, of I like just over the top dumb shit. Like, I like how <laughs> like gothic horror has been kind of like become period pieces but back in the day it wasn't it was just like Contem- that was modern times contemporary you know I mean? yeah, like, yeah. yeah I but that's I mean, funny yeah well i mean so we're 80s movies you know yeah like and now we're like ah oh, it's so dumb and cheesy man like gives it off a real 80s vibe like <laughs> i saw a guy the other day on a like a on reddit and he was like, um, here, you, you want to you guys want to see my my film I made? It's a period piece. And it was set in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> was he joking? No. <laughs> huh? I mean, technically, technically, he's right. Well, I mean, I guess in that way, like everything's a period piece. <laughs> I don't know. It follows is pretty hard to track down where it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Like, like the fact that they did it like that. It's like seventies cars and hologram telephones. Yeah. And, <laughs> well it was in that weird seashell e reader. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like a weird like hologram cell phone seashell thing. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I think okay. So overall though, I think this was a very effective book. Yeah, no, for sure. I I'm I, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, I don't know. It was very unique. Yeah. Um. It was very well written and it was creepy. Yeah. So what else could you ask for? Yeah. How many more boxes does it need to tick? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a solid four out of five. That's where I was going with it too. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. And then, like, after I scrolled down and it was like more from Adam Neville, and it was like the ritual. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because <laughs> that movie's kind of like that, too. Yeah. I hear that uh, the book is really, really good. Like, very close to the same, but also it's got like real heavy metal, like, stuff in it that mm-hmm. ties in with the cult. So, well, I mean, there, I was a, there was a lot that, feel, that felt metal about that movie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't I thought we had a conversation about that before. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I liked that movie a lot. 
Yeah, I did too. I thought it was great. But again, like it's the same sort of thing. You've got all this sort of weird, creepy buildup, and then you have a reveal that you're just like, wait, what? You know? <laughs> and then it's like more questions, and then it's over. Yeah. But I don't know. See, but in, in that situation, I think it was very, very effective. And it can be. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think seriously solid four out of five. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. And it's free. So you have yeah. no excuse not and to. And it like just came out. <clears throat> no, it didn't. Oh, did it? <laughs> no, I, I've had it for like two years on my phone. <laughs> and it didn't just come out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We will be right back. And we are back. We are talking. We go on. <laughs> 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 I, I, oh my god i don't know like i would assume the audience is aware of how these things work but you know we stop we take a quick little break and then when we come back you know it's very anticlimactic to go back on so yeah. like that's why i'm always trying to hype it up at the beginning make it you know you are so. a resident hype man <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm the b and e flavor flame yeah yeah Oh, uh, does that make me the other guy whose name I can't remember now? <laughs> Which other guy? Like Chuck D? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll be I'd I'd be okay with being Chuck D. Uh, yeah. Or what was the other was one? The, Professor Griff? He, he was the brains of the operation. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck D was the best. Like uh, of the three. But anyway, in my in my opinion, who knows? Flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, we go on. Um, Shutter exclusive, directed by Jesse Holland and Andy Mitten. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, they wrote the the story. Yeah. And then there's like two more writing credits. No, they're the same thing. He's just for some reason on IMDb. Andy Mitten's uh, credited three times. Huh. <laughs> it's screenplay, story, and writer. But okay, so in a way, all right. So, um, here's the the official IMDb synopsis. Uh, Miles Grissom offers thirty thousand dollars to the first person who can prove to him that we go on after death. That's it. So, <laughs> I mean that that's basically what happens. So, Miles Gr- Grissom, right? His like dad died in a car accident whenever he's really young, right? And he's kind of terrified of death mm-hmm. right just like literally anything like um, enough to the point that it has put him in a state of arrested development where he still lives like with his mom and oh like, yeah yeah he is messed up <laughs> but but like he's scared of heights and like cars and the ocean and stuff but not because it's tall but because like he could fall off and die so yeah. it's like literally anything that could possibly maybe kill him yeah he's his, scared of his character was like a better version of simon pegs and a fantastic fear of everything like i don't know if you that's ever saw unfair why <laughs> wasn't that movie trash <laughs> yeah that was the worst movie i wouldn't recommend that but he he had a fear of everything like yeah he was just and a, it was fantastic yeah this one's not fantastic like and no that's not a reflection on the movie it just wasn't a fantastical film. Like, it was grounded yeah, yeah, in reality. Yeah. I was just joking because of the title of the film. Ah. 
<laughs> it was it was what the, the industry jokes. called a pun. Oh, is that a pun? Is that a pun? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think a pun is a play on words, not just a repetition of the same word. Not using the same word twice. <laughs> yeah, it, it would okay. be if if the character's name was Fran or something. You're like, is it a fantastic? <laughs> I'm so yeah, witty. That's, that's a terrible pun. I picture you with a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> I would. I I think. Okay, if I moved to a new place where no one knew me, I'd try it out. You know, it's just, it just, it's just you me. guys, like my friends and stuff, would give me so much crap for it. It's There's no more. way I could pull off a top hat. You know, well, I was thinking more of the monocle. Um, I have one eye that kind of sucks that I'm becoming aware of. Are you going to rock a monocle? I could do it. I could do a monocle. Oh, my God. But you have to, like, start wearing, like, vests and stuff so you have something to clip the monocle chain onto. Yeah. I don't see you as a vest guy. No, no, no. Like, t-shirt, jeans, monocle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Then whenever you go into Walmart, <laughs> that lady would be, like, all over you. <laughs> no, I just picture, like, well, where am I going to clip it to? Ah, pierce my nipple. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, you go in after work with your monocle, and that lady would be like, Mr. Dress Up. Did we talk about that on here? I think so. <laughs> okay, yeah. A lady at Walmart calls me Mr. Dress Up because <laughs> I think she assumes that I dress up every day instead of me going in there after work. Yeah. It's the worst part about like just work in general. Why you got to dress up to do your job? Yeah, nobody's going to see you. Yeah, I'm not like, I don't deal with the public. I literally do the exact same thing at my house in, you know, t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> anyway <laughs> so miles uh is, decides he wants to put out an ad and say thirty thousand dollars to whoever can show me um that there's life after death mm -hmm. right and then it basically becomes a uh anthology show because it almost feels like three distinct movies. Yes. And, you know, I don't know. I watched this real late at night, and I probably should have rewatched it. But I think something hit me, like, the day after. Like, the fact that... Okay, so he visits three people. And and I guess we're going to kind of go into spoiler territory with this. Uh, but, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Okay, so he visits three people. The first one is a guy that's like, "Look, you know, uh, I can, I can uh, show you this, you know, blah blah blah." It, it honestly kind of felt like the one we did before, terrified, like where it was three things that yeah. are related. And the guy's but like, "I feel like that narratively was woven together a lot better." See, even, I don't even, really. I feel like this one was. Even though the other one was like shifted main characters and stuff like that, mm -hmm. this one almost felt to me like like three episodes of a TV show. See, it did to me until like I was saying like a few days later, I was like, "Holy shit!" They were all totally on point. That the first guy was right. Yeah, yeah, no, they were all right. Yeah, they were all right. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Like if <laughs> so, whenever I watched it, like. Uh, I really, I, I honestly, I try to watch these things like not super late, but I, I watched this and I didn't rewatch it. Like I was like at the edge of sleep, <laughs> put it that way. Like I, I probably should have rewatched it, but I got, it just hit me the other, like the day after, like, holy shit, the first guy was right. He wasn't just a con man. 
Yeah. He his thing was he could scare you into believing it because once you are at this like the edge of you know the fear opens the worlds, right? Yeah. Or opens the perception into the beyond. That's and, why little kids can see ghosts more. Yes. Because they're easier to scare. And so he puts them in a situation and it's revealed at the time it's revealed it looks like he's a con man. Yeah. Because he has a you know, he's got a a little boy dressed as a ghost, you know, yeah. to scare this guy. And so anyway, he's like, No, no, he's just a fail safe and they're like, Oh, get lost, loser. We ain't giving you thirty grand. And so he leaves. <laughs> get lost, loser. But after that <laughs> after that the second woman, um, they go the and psychic. Yeah, and they see a psychic who is for all, you know, we would call her in society more of a nutcase, right? Because she she seems like it. Yes, and so now they kind of write her off as a nutcase. Yeah, in it, but then the third guy, because she she basically exhibits like stereotypical like schizophrenia that you see in movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. where it's like talking to random people. Yeah. That aren't there. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third guy, they don't even, like, for some reason or not, they don't even go to. Remember, there's one guy that they're, oh, he goes out to the car and see, or he sees a friend his of his friend that worked in special a, effects. Uh, uh, effects artist. Yeah. And the dude's like, man, this guy told me, like, go all out in his house. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he's like, all right. And doesn't go there. But then there's a guy that contacts him out of nowhere. And that that um, felt like that's where the story turns from a normal story. I, I mean, I won't get into what happens with this guy because that's, that's the meat of the story. Yes, but because it's it's like the movie at this point's like halfway over, mm-hmm. but that's when the actual movie starts. Yes, <laughs> and what they do there is so cool. Like to me, I thought it was super cool. Like what happens yeah. with him like in terms of you know this is a low budget <laughs> film it didn't it was shot well and stuff and and the acting was fantastic once yeah, i mean it, it was really low budget i think but it didn't feel super low budget no. if that makes sense yeah. like it felt it felt low budget but it didn't feel like shoestring yeah oh no i would say this is a couple hundred thousand dollar movie but it wasn't no. like a couple million and it wasn't like, you know, 10 bucks on a cell phone, <laughs> you know, but like, but like what they do really use it, like it uses the money very well. You mm-hmm. know, the, the plot of the film does, uh, they, they make smart choices. Uh, and so anyway, it was, uh, what happens there on was a creepy and B like it, I don't know. I really, really, really thought that this was done well, based on that. Like based on what happens with this next guy, on throughout it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you start realizing that okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now let's back up. Who was right? Well, you know they they go back to the lady, the crazy lady, and she gives more insight. <clears throat> And then they yeah, because want- she had given some details that um, she couldn't have known. Yeah, she should. She shouldn't have known. But also that like the that they thought were not right. Uh huh. And so they kind of dismissed her as a charlatan. You and, know, 
that maybe had done some like maybe a little bit of research beforehand or something like that. But yeah. And the mother of, of the main character, you know, who the guy lived with, she was very protective of him because he was crazy, but also she was very cynical in general. Now, once she started believing this lady, she wanted to know more. And and she's played by Annette O'Toole. who was pretty great in that. She was very annoying or like, you know, like on purpose, like (laughs) the overbearing sort of overprotect, Detective character. Yeah. Don't mess with my son. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk Give to me, me or my son, son ever again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was that where they were making fun of that ransom movie with Mel Gibson? They go, Give me back my son. <laughs> Do you remember that? No? Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe one of those like scary movie types. Yeah, like disaster know. movie or something. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm not sure that Ransom was a cultural touchstone <laughs> in order to go back. Well, those movies got to a point where it wasn't about like dismissing the culture or like making fun of the culture. It was about just making fun of whatever movies came out that year. Yeah, but Ransom was like 1995. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not saying that was one of them movie, one of those movies that did that. I'm just saying that's what happened to them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was like remember Juno? Remember? Uh, Remember this? Remember this? Like, yeah. Hey, remember? Remember? Like, but it's like that. Like, scary movie one was really good because it was just it's like, yeah. Well, you cut, you cut you cut out know? right whenever you go. It's just like, it just oh yeah. It, it was really good because it was like a send up of the whole genre. Uh-huh. You know, same thing with um, uh, not another teen movie. Not another teen movie was great. Yeah, because it was like the whole genre it wasn't really it was specific instances but it wasn't like a parody of a specific movie yeah if that makes sense yeah anyway way off track Annette tool Annette tool was great <laughs> um well okay in the beginning i thought that the main actor i don't know his name but the main character Clark freeman i thought he was overacting until you understand that that's his character yeah I did too. Like uh, uh, I, I, and so it's like in retrospect, you're like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and once <laughs> he kind of gets resolution on his problem, he, he, his acting goes, like his character goes, is dialed way back. Yeah, you know, um, I loved a lot of it. <clears throat> I, I actually really, really enjoyed a lot of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I have slight criticisms. Uh. Uh, such as, you know, it could have been a little more explicit on the fact that certain, just certain things could have been a little more explicit. But overall, fantastic. Um, I, One of my criticisms has to do with the fact, one of Annette O'Toole's choices okay. uh, toward the end where, remember how to protect her son, she kind of goes a little too far in one scene and he kind of dials her back in. She, oh, yeah. Like... Whoa, you, you kind of just went a little too far right there for me to accept that you're an okay person later. But whatever. I, I, I get it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, again, these are slight criticisms. Overall, especially if you have Shudder, and this is a Shudder exclusive, I would definitely recommend watching this film. Yeah, I would too. Like, it. some of it's kind of... You know, slow burny if you're into that sort of thing. Um, like I said, it's a it's really low budget, so there's not like 
there's not a whole lot going on. Yeah. You know, um, it's very much about the, the narrative and the acting. Um, but I think, I think overall it was really good. Yeah. So what would you give it? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking petering between like somewhere between three and a half and four. Yeah. I'd give it a strong, like a three and a half. Like, yeah, it, it was very, it was good. There's no excuse not to watch it. You're not having to leave your house and go to the theater. You're not having to pay any sort of money. You either have the service or you don't. You yeah. know? So, like, yeah. It was worth it. Now, is that what I would use to push shutter on someone? No, there's better things on there. But it was it was re- very I, I, good. I think what you would put use to push shutter on someone would be Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which, oh my god, I hadn't even watched all of them this season, but uh, they're, they're so good. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, uh, so we will be back next episode, deja vu, with uh, John Camionale. Uh We're going to go on and watch a movie with him and discuss one of his books, and it should be good old time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back, or right, we'll see you later. In, a, in like a week or so. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.